That's the white cream singer himself. That is Jizzy Pearl with Hit and Miss. Right here on your classic metal show. <laughs> That's off the album Bucket Full of Lovin'. Yeah. It's from Jizz Lobber. It's adequately named. Now, that is from the Vegas Must Die release. So, Jizzy Pearl, he is, what is he doing now? I think he's the, the returning singer of Quiet Riot at this point. Personal friend of mine, I still question being in Quiet Riot, but whatever. I question the name Jizzy. You know what? He was, he, he's been Jizzy Pearl as long as he's been in the limelight. When he was in that band Love Hate that was popular for about 13 seconds in 1990. And you would know the one song. Why do they? Why do you think they call it dope? That's the one song oh, you've, yeah, yeah. you've heard. Mm-hmm. That's Jizzy, but he's always been Jizzy Pearl. And yeah, the name is awful. He should have just gone with his regular name or something. What do you think? What is his regular name? Um, come stay in McGoo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I went with Jizzy. It sounded a little politer. I just want to see Jizzy on the birth certificate. What's your real name? Bloody Tampon Martinson. (laughs) Mommy and Daddy Pearl. What do we name him? Jubus. (laughs) How about Jizzy? That sounds good. Just wipe your mouth and write it on the pour. (laughs) We nicknamed him Cum Bubble. Can you imagine if he really was named Jizzy and, and fucking in the hospital? Uh, yeah, we'd like his first name to be Jizzy. Excuse me? What? Last name Pearl. Yeah. You said Jizzy? Is that with a J? Listen, nurse, it's like you're back last night. Okay, Jizzy. Hello, nurse. Hello, nurse. You only thought those fucking that outfit was white. <laughs> was brown when you got here. There goes Jizzy, my little swimmer. <laughs> well, there you go. My little swimmer has become a baby. <laughs> Why didn't you swallow, honey? Why? <laughs> I hate that because he is my friend. I hate that I'm goofing on my friend, but whatever. His name is Jizzy. He deserves it. Come on. Yeah, I'm sure I'm not the first that's ever goofed on the name Jizzy Pearl. So, you know, I definitely would say (laughs) that I guess we'll get away with it. And if not, then I guess not. You know, it's is the way it goes, but... You'll find out. I will find out. You know what? We have had so many episodes of band guys... That have been pissed off at us over the years. And by us, I mean me. You know? <laughs> now, Neely, he's so abrasive. Well, believe it or not, Neely is by far the more evil of the two of us. By a lot. I mean, he is absolutely the more evil of the two. I'm just a loudmouth, so I take a bunch of the hits. And But no, we've had problems with... Jizzy was mad at us for a while. He was definitely mad at us for a while because we questioned him joining Quiet Riot the first time. Um, Jack Frost from Seven Witches was mad at us. Dan Lorenzo from Hades was mad at us. We got threatened with lawsuit from Iced Earth. Um, 
I had to apologize to Doro because we did a mock interview where every time we said that it was Doro talking, I played Hitler clips. Two boobs. <laughs> it was so bad, too. Neely, Neely just got in the habit. He got in the habit of just throwing it out there. What do you think about that, Doro? And then I would just, I had, I used to have a clipboard here. And as soon as he would say Doro, I'd be like, Hansom Nikasum Dunika! You know, <laughs> some fucking, some fucking, um, you know, Hitler speech. What, what a, it was such a mess. I, I ended up, the publicist made me apologize on the phone to Doro. It was a big deal. They were like, the record label was never going to work with us again and everything. It was a huge deal. So I get on the phone with Doro, and and I'm like, look, you know, I didn't realize it was that big of a deal, you know. And she's like, she's like, how do you not know it is a big deal? And I was like, well, because we have Hogan's Heroes over here, you know. Yeah. We we kind of goof on on it, you know. It has been a hundred fucking years or whatever it's been since World War II. Drink, you know. Damn it's it. been a long time since World War II. We you know we joke about it. And and then I it was it was brought to my attention that that's not a good thing with the German people, so so I I a rare moment that I apologized for something that I said on the show, and we no longer play the Hitler clips. <gasps> I know, shocking. Whatever is said on the classic metal show stays on the classic metal. Well, show. We never took anything down, but I but I don't keep Hitler clips anymore. Just like talk about. Jew boobs. Yeah, Jew boobs is fine. Jew boobs is fine. Dora's not going to be worried about Jew boobs. She's German. She's Aryan. She's a German blonde. That's as Aryan as it gets. Exactly. As long as it's pure, it's okay. Uh, she, she'd have no complaint about that. For God's sakes. She's, she's pure as the snow. Oh, boy. <laughs> But yeah, we've had plenty of um we've had we've had a few times that we've been threatened with lawsuits. And for a while, has we haven't I don't know if he's still on retainer or not. I'm going to assume he is. We used to have a guy named Lawyer Fred that every time we screwed up, see, saved you. Mm -hmm. Every time we screwed up and we would get threatened with something, I would pull the clip and I would send it to Lawyer Fred and he would he would, he would review the clips. <laughs> to make sure that we weren't, you know, via, like breaking the law or something. But in today's world, what what's breaking the law in today's world? I'm sure we break the law every week on today in today's world because everybody's so offended by every fucking thing. Can you imagine if the FCC got a hold of this? Oh, I would be dead. But I, I think I could still do FCC radio if I wanted to. I could. I don't have to swear. I just relax and do, you know. The difference, when, when I was doing it on MMS, I was never relaxed. You know, I would go into the show, and, and a lot of it had to do with not drinking either. You know, I would be drinking Gatorade. You know, when I was doing, that, when I was doing MMS or 92.3, you know, and I was much more aware of swearing. And, you know, especially at MMS, after I got fined, then it really became an issue. When I got fined for calling Dave Mustaine an asshole, then it really got serious because WMMS was pissed. 
you know, because they got fined. I didn't get fined. Yeah, you start costing them money. They're going to be pissed at you. Thank God I wasn't an official employee. That was like the greatest coup of all time because <clears throat> they wanted to find me, but I wasn't an employee. I was just a guest. I was there. I was never, for all those years that I did the metal show at MMS, I was never an employee because I was on workers' comp, so I couldn't be an employee. So I was a guest, and I never got paid. All I ever asked was that I could um, promote music's bottom line twice a show. That was all I want. You know, as you know me, I don't give it. I don't give a damn about money. You know, money's not not my driver. You know, what was my driver is I wanted music's bottom line to take off. So I was like, I was like, I don't need any cash. I don't need fifty dollars a week or whatever. What I need is to tell fifty thousand listeners every week mblzine.com. You know, that's what I needed to do, and it worked, and music's bottom line took off for a while, which was fun. You know, it was fun, but oof. I mean, you remember that, dude. Oof, what a workload that was, huh? Well, don't worry. We killed it in like five months when we took it over. <laughs> dude, I, I'm telling you, it, it, it was the, that was the saddest thing for me was when it, when it finally closed. And you can blame your brother for that one. Because I was closing music's bottom line. I was just going to shut it down, be done with it, whatever. And John came to me and was like, you got to give us a chance to, to run with it. You got to give somebody else a chance. You can't just shut it down. And I was like, dude, it is a ton of work. And he's like, we'll handle it. We'll handle it. I was like, okay, here you go. Sign this piece of paper. It's all yours. I don't know how you did that for so long. That was exhausting. Dude, my schedule was insane. I was, this is, a, most of that was when I was working out at um, Eaton out in Eastlake. And I, my hours for were 6.30 in the morning until 2.30 in the afternoon. So I would work 6.30 to 2.30. Then I would come home. I would plop myself right over there. And I would work until two in the morning every single night working on writing stuff or doing layout or doing graphics or whatever every single night and then sleep for like three hours jump in the car shower car back to work work another eight come back and do it again and i just did that and then when it came to be the weekend i would get my, my my schedule was so goofy. I was working that, that schedule, 6.30 to 2.30, Monday through Friday. But on Fridays, to get overtime, I would come home, sleep for a couple of hours, go back to work, and work 9 p.m. to 9 a.m., an overnight shift <laughs> at, at, the, at the Eaton. And then I would come home, wouldn't go to bed. I would just, I would have a bottle of Jack Daniels in the freezer and I would grab the Jack Daniels, and I would start drinking, and I would work straight through until it was time to leave to go do the metal show. It was insane, man. Dude, it's not often I slide with Georgetta, but damn, dude, I'm not. you don't even have time to sleep in that schedule. How the hell are you supposed to be a husband? I was a bad husband. I'll, I'll admit it. I'll, look, I may hate a lot of things that Georgetta did. I do. But I was a terrible husband because... I wanted success. I wanted to be successful at things. I work that way now. You know that. I mean, you know. I mean, dude, how many times do you text me at whatever time and I'm working? 
You know, I'm always working because I want to be successful. I've always wanted to be successful. And I have that in me to be successful if I put the time in. And a lot of people don't have that. You know, I, dude, a lot of it stemmed from the accident. After the accident, you know, I had to work so hard to relearn to walk and use my fingers and shit like that, that, that once, once I was healthy, I didn't know what to do. You know, I was, I was so, okay, now I'm done. What do I do? You know, I don't know what to do for these 12 hours outside of doing my job. You know, so then I started, that's when I started Music's Bottom Line. And that's when I started doing the metal show. And, you know, I was always doing three. As long as you've known me, I've had at least two jobs. Always. As long as you've known me. Yeah, if you don't have 18 hours of shit to do in a day, you don't even know what to do with yourself. I don't. Dude, I, I've gotten, it, it, it's probably a product of age. But I'm finally slowing down a little bit to where I, I kind of end things at about 12 hours a lot of times now. I just, I just can't go that much anymore. I can't. My back ends up hurting so much from sitting for 12, 12, 13 hours that I'm just like, you know what? There's got to be some documentary that I can go watch or something. And I'll go and lay in bed and just watch TV for three or four hours and hopefully fall asleep. Not always so fortunate with that, but, you know, it happens. 